I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, this is Flip Your Weird with Max. All about creative people that never give up till they reach success and desires and true happiness. And we all need to just, like, love and support each other, and that's what I think this new generation of artists is doing. What's up? Flipping our wig with Max. <laughs> Hello, guys. Um, it's Max, and welcome to the podcast. I just want to set the scene. I'm currently sat in my hallway <laughs> trying to find a quiet place because London is grey, gloomy, and raining so very hard. So I'm like, it's noisy in every room that we go sit in the hallway. So if you can hear the rain, that's probably why. In a way, though, it's pretty fitting for this week's show because um, it's quite eerie. Um, it's a little bit like offbeat. And I kind of think the vibe of the weather and how London feels today fits perfectly with this week's episode. So director and writer Rob Savage has made this film and knew somebody would during lockdown. Host is a new kind of horror movie. He shot it during quarantine at a number of actors' homes and they had to keep your social distancing, the whole team, so it made it much harder. It means that you have to find creative ways to deliver the scares, the stunts and some surprises. The actors had to operate their own cameras, pull off their own practical effects and lit their own scenes while the director, Rob, was trying to direct them remotely, whether it was on FaceTime, Zoom, Skype, whatever. It's an incredible film and it's made all of us pay attention, not just because it's gripping and well-made, but because they've reminded us that even during lockdown, you can be creative and you can find ways of still doing awesome things that just connect with the world. I'm about to talk to the director and writer, Rob Savage. Also, the actors, Gemma Moore, Caroline Ward and Hayley Bishop. But first... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Here's a clip from Host. Have you ever done anything like this before? I've never done this over Zoom. Obviously, we're not physically together, but there's no reason why Spirit can't communicate over the internet. Nothing's going to happen. Visualize us sitting in a circle. Spirit, we invite you to use us to pass on any communication. Is there anyone there? Please come forth. What was that? Amy, was that you? I heard it. I heard something. I think there's something here. Did you say that? Emma, oh, funny. So welcome to the show. I've got Caroline, I've got Gemma, I've got Hayley, three of the stars of the film. And I want to start with you, actually, Rob. You're director, you've also co-written this. Um, how strange is this feel? I feel like your parents have seen you on, like, every news channel this week. Yeah, it's nice now they now they actually kind of understand what I do for a career. Now that, now that I've been on BBC Breakfast, they kind of get it, which is nice after 10 years. Um, no, it's been great. It feels like, it feels like this week... Um, the UK have really started to embrace the movie. You know, we've been doing a lot of US press before, uh, but it's been so nice going on. We were on BBC Breakfast and ITV and um, just getting the word out about the film. And it's, it's great to see that this film still has a life and people are still discovering it. And there's a, a real word of mouth going about. Is it like strange or have you not just got like lost in all the commotion? I don't know about you guys, but like the, the, thing, I, the thing that I'm still finding really weird is like I pretty much directed the movie from where I'm sitting here and I basically haven't moved. So even though the movie's out there and, and everyone's enjoying it, it's still very surreal because I'm, I'm still kind of, in, in my house, just yeah. Twitter's got a lot busier. I think when we, we've got some, some cinema screenings lined up, I think when we can see it with an audience and we can see yeah. the, you know, that kind of real reaction, that's when it's gonna feel really real. And ladies, I know you lot have been acting for a while, but like you've become like cult stars overnight. Um, starting with you, Hayley, um, friends, uh, family, weirdos, like what are your messages like at the moment on social media? I mean, mostly really nice. I, th- I think I've had one or two kind of funny, we, sh- we have a WhatsApp group where we always send kind of the haters or anybody that sends us a little too many messages, which has happened. But you know what, that's nice. It's still really nice to hear from people just because they're thinking about, you know, like Rihanna said once, no, you know, love me one day, hate me the next day. I get paid both days. So I guess it's good both times. I love that. And Caroline, I think your character was just like, it, she reminded me a little bit of me because she wasn't in on like the seance. Everybody else was like almost like having fun and just whatever, whereas you were still like really scared and just not in the whole vibe. Um, I'm wondering, is it based on you? Because you will play yourself. You're obviously Caroline, but I mean, was it a character? Um, we actually did a real life seance as sort of research before we did, um, before we made the film. And um, one of the writers, Gemma Hurley, it's the first time she'd seen all of us. So she um, sort of observed us while we were doing the seance and picked little parts of our personality. And then like right, Rob and, and Jed sort of wrote, it in, it wrote that into the script so that we would turn it up really 
mm. those aspects really high. So I think that my, I, I might be wrong, Rob, in saying this, but I think that kind of element of my character came out from probably because I was slightly reluctant to do the real life seance. Yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, it wasn't on the scale of like crying and snot and all that sort of stuff in real life. <laughs> I was just kind of quite quiet. And then we ended up dying, so. Oh my God. And Gemma, like, I want to say that I'm like you because in host, during the seance and everything, you're like that person that basically goes into a dark room goes into an alley turns the lights off and I'm like stop what are you doing what are you doing like so badass did you um enjoy playing like somebody like that well I thought it was I mean it was quite funny because in the seance I was like quite the opposite like they thought I was pranking them but I was actually shit scared but at the same time trying to play it really cool Mm. um so I would like most of my like time on that seance was like this because I was like trying to hide the fact that I was crying um but yeah, she she was a real fun character to play. I was really lucky that, you know, Rob, uh, Jed Shepard and Gemma Hurley wrote this really, f- it was a really fun. I mean, I always love playing the idea of playing evil, evil characters <laughs> because you can really twist and, and prod, the, prod the fork in and then just sort of twist it while it's in there a little bit and mash it up a little bit. So I just, that was really fun. It was actually really fun. You're scaring me slightly. There's way too much expression in like twisting it up. <laughs> <laughs> How do you sell an idea like this to a bunch of actors? You know, sitting there thinking everyone's in lockdown right now, I'm stressed out, bored, not sure what's going on. How do you present an idea like this and, and get everyone to do it? And I know I heard that it initially all came about after the prank that you did. The hardest thing was actually just getting these guys on a Zoom call at all after the prank. That like we did, I did this I did this stupid prank where I pretended that a zombie had eaten me on a Zoom call and um and it went, it kind of went crazy viral. And, uh, and that, you know, that's where we got a lot of interest to make the feature version. And we like, we were all hanging out anyway, doing zoom happy hours and quizzes and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, we like, basically it was the easiest casting process in the world because it, everyone you need to make a movie was on that original, that original prank call. So, sorry, we tried to get these guys on to, um, to a call just so we could tell them about the movie and nobody wanted to do it we had to like beg these guys to come on and say it's not a prank I promise it's not a prank it's been this like unexpected like success and especially now at a time where our industry is going through so much because of covid you know the film industry is, is almost shut down with premieres new releases the media actors producers writers people working behind the scenes so many different things have had to stop because of what we're going through and then you guys do this and remind everybody that you can use your imagination even during lockdown and do something like incredible that's so impactful that must just feel so awesome that you've touched people like this yeah it's lovely and i think it's you know it's something that um that I hope other filmmakers take on board is that you should you should kind of look around you and, and make the movie that you can make right now. Don't don't wait around. There's always an opportunity. There's always a way you can turn a restriction into an opportunity. And um, you know, we even if even if nobody had seen the movie, it, just to have something fun to do with friends during lockdown would have been would have been enough. It was such an amazing experience. But um, the fact that people have responded to it and the fact that people have um, people are seeing themselves in the characters and are relating, uh, you know, something we never could have planned for. So if you, if you, 
you should always you should always take a shot and see if you can come up with something. And Haley, like you're an actress that's been in the game for a while, all of you have, and you've done so many different diverse roles, and then you do this, and this is the one that gets you the most exposure. Does that just like blow your mind a little bit? Uh, a little bit. It is a little bit like, oh, I was in. I was in these other things and, and, yeah. and they didn't seem to do so well or they did okay. But, but then this, yeah, this little thing I shot with friends, I think it's just a nice reminder that, you know, you, you're the best when you are doing stuff with your friends or with people you trust and you've worked, mm. you know, we've all worked together before on various little short films and different projects. And those have been some of my favorite things I've shot. I mean, when we shot the, how we first met Rob was doing his short Dawn of the Deaf and that's still to this day, one of my, you know, favorite film experiences I've ever had and I love that film I'm so very proud of it um so I think even just having the trust in Rob we knew it was going to end up being good because we've seen everything else he's done is basically turned to gold so we're like okay well this this will probably be a good film but we were definitely not expecting this to be like the film that then catapults our names into you know random people's mouths that want to dm us and like share our stuff on Twitter. I mean, my, my Twitter, I was not a Twitter user before this and now I've become really? <laughs> You're a pro now. <laughs> and Caroline, like the other thing as well is like as actors, you guys had to light your own scenes. You had to do so much more than you would normally. And I know you and Gemma run your own production company, but still like you're so used to like somebody assisting you with all those sort of things. Um, I bet it's made you really appreciate when you're back to like just doing regular acting, how much the other the rest of the team can add and help you because you really have to do so much in this I mean yeah you definitely have a huge appreciation for the crew because everything is so technical and and like I think because we are all filmmakers we do have an understanding of like what what it takes and and everything like that but we like in terms of actually doing it yourself the technical side it's it's really hard and it's like we had um uh, Callum Sample, the sound um, person on the film, he made us these amazing videos that, that he sent through, which was so detailed, and they broke down every kind of technical step of, of the whole thing, and it was so helpful, and it was so nice to know that we always had, like, at the, on the other end of a Zoom call, we always had somebody there who could support us in that way, and we'd always, uh, like, we'd all have each other's backs, and it was it was really it was really fun. It was a really nice way to actually get to do all the technical stuff, which was cool. And Gemma, like, I know you have your own podcast where you literally just go off and have adventures and try different things and introduce it to the world. And then you do something like this. Um, I mean, you did this, was it like eight weeks, Rob? Is that right? Oh, no. We, I think the, sh- the shooting was about, we did, we, yeah, we kind of did like one week of intense, like we, we did, we kind of ran through the whole movie in about, in about a week. And then we went back and we did about a week of pickups, I think. I don't know. It's, it's, it, even though we only shot it a few weeks ago, I kind of can't even remember. Wow. I, I actually thought it was longer. So that really blows my mind. Gosh. So like Gemma, like, because you do this podcast and you're used to like just trying out different things and stuff. Um, I'm wondering, were there moments when you were doing this film where you were just like I'm overwhelmed where your group chat between all you um ladies was just like guys I gotta do this I need some help because I want to talk to Rob I mean did you have moments like that um I mean we're all like like with Rob like you can just say anything you'll be like I uh, my eyeballs are like I'm so dehydrated I can't cry anymore Rob I need to go and get a drink or like there was one bit where, but this was me, I didn't want to admit to it, when I had to run out of the house and it was like pitch black out the back of my house because I got no light. Mm-hmm. So I like stopped and pretended that I'd frozen so they wouldn't make me run anymore. Because I was scared. 
But then immediately I was like, guys, I'm actually freaking out a little bit. And then Rob was like super kind and Doug was super kind, Douglas Cox, our producer, and was like, you just call me. It's fine. You'll just call me like, or we'll call you once we've got it. So then I end up running out my house looking like I've robbed it with like every kind of equipment attached to my laptop and two phones run down the street in my like furry slippers and then it like and then my phone like no one calls me so I'm like running right to the end of this main road and then eventually I realize that my phone's on airplane meanwhile Rob and Doug think that I've been kidnapped with all my equipment so, but I mean I mean every time I would just be like you know I can just have an open communication with Rob which which makes him such an amazing director because most directors aren't as direct and clear-cut and you know and Rob is and then these girls are such incredible actors that they were constantly so vulnerable uh giving everything and also had humility which is something which I mean we're lacking in this society anyway but they could always put up their hands and be like I don't know and I think mm. this is like our friendship group and it's only a testament to actually getting to make films like this because we have all these incredible different people with different attributes that are great. Yeah, I think that I think that energy really made it into the into the film itself. I think you know the just the kind of um, commitment and every, everyone just wanted this movie to be as good as possible, and everyone was throwing in. And I think it, you know, you can't fake that, and it makes it into the DNA of the movie. And I think that's part of what people have been responding to. I think it kind of just reminds you of that sense of community, you guys coming together as friends who all work in the film industry, all different skills, was what made this film happen. You know, there's so many people that feel just like just frustrated with the industry and sometimes they don't have a group of people that they can lean on and they can support each other and make films together. So seeing you guys do it this way, it just kind of, it's inspiring, but equally you couldn't have made it without having that relationship, I guess, and having that friendship. Yeah, totally. I think, I think unless, unless we had this, this support system of all knowing each other, all trusting each other, I think we just, when we, when we started filming, we were already ahead. That was the great thing. You know, we didn't have to, we made the whole thing from, from, the conception of the idea to, to actually delivering it to Shutter was only 12 weeks. So we knew that we wouldn't be able to get like a full script. We wouldn't be able to do, we wouldn't be able to be there in person. So there were all these kind of um, these road bumps, but like the, the, the thing that was great is like we turn up every day. Sometimes, sometimes we'd only have a little description of what the scene was, but I'd know that between us, we'd be able to reach something really cool by the end of the day. And just having that truck, you know, normally, normally you'll be going to set, and you'll be worrying about, well, are we going to make the day? Are we going to make our page count? You know, X, X, Y, and Z. But it was really lovely to turn up and not feel that pressure. And actually, because we're shooting it on Zoom, because we're not waiting for 100 people to do their jobs and for lights to be set up and hair and makeup and all that, we actually were able to spend most of the day being creative, throwing ideas around. You know, it was, it was just a really lovely collaborative process. And I think the fact that we're friends yeah kind of facilitated that it's not often like caroline that you see so many women on screen together um shout out to teddy though teddy's girlfriend um yeah they were all saying there and the way you guys were all being little like bitchy and i love the way you maneuvered all these kind of little side stories in um during this kind of like seance which was the main part but caroline i can see that the chemistry between you guys is all like genuine and you're all mates and it's so nice to see like how cool is it working with a bunch of girls like this yeah I mean I I love I absolutely love these ladies like they are so talented and special and and like uh, yellow (laughs) (laughs) and to work with them was just such a an honor because like 
we have this this trust between us all and and when we're acting it's it, it allowed for such freedom and everyone is so generous with their performances and, and what they're giving and it was it was such a supportive experience and and it is purely down to the like the love of, of everyone in in the film and oh yeah no you could definitely feel that i'm wondering like what was the most difficult thing while shooting this Gemma? i think it was when we um so we had to, i had to go to Haley's house yeah can i say spoilers yeah, I think like, so. I think so. Like a sort of vague. I mean, everybody seems to have like told the whole story every time they've interviewed you. So I guess a few spoilers wouldn't wouldn't do any harm. Oh, when yeah, I go to- yeah. Go on. Go on. I'll, I'll say it. When I go to Haley's, um, that was the hardest because when we got the script, you know, there was we were all working together to be like we want the feeling to be like of a hug when they see each other. But we can't physically do that because we are still in, you know, we were coming out of lockdown by the time I got to Haley's, but we are still in this, you know, pandemic and still now. And so there was this, a lot of conversation. And you know what, Douglas Cox, our producer, was so wicked because he just manoeuvred situations that baffled me and I don't know how he did it. He must have been like a duck treading water because he was super cool on top and underneath like Yeah, yeah. Just he, like, just, he just didn't sleep the whole time, I think. He just worked yeah, 24-7. Constantly on Zoom. Um, and then, you know, when we got there, like, Rob was so brilliant because there was just like, why don't we just hit Gemma with a wine bottle on the head? Why don't we just have all the cupboards come out? And there were these ideas. And it's, it's again, what the film is about, like creating these ideas and coming up with these ideas to work around a situation where... Haley was in the bedroom texting me. I was in her house. I literally just had to work, walk in through open doors. And then Nathaniel was in full PPE, ready to like bottle me in the head. And then like on, and on a far desk in the corner was just this like ominous laptop with the two little squares of Doug and Rob. And then my, me, and then having to direct mm. all of that going on. And then also resetting each time, you know. Oh, yeah, we trashed your kitchen, Haley. Sorry about that. Okay. Haley's kitchen was literally pulled out by every tiny little thing was attached to a fishing wire and then she was like intricately like wrapped around them like Fort Knox and then once it was resetting I couldn't go anywhere near Haley, so I had to stand in the corner of the room and just basically direct her to what was on the floor so that was really quite difficult actually. Yeah no do you know also congratulations because you've made it look so easy but to hold our attention and for you to have had your restrictions because you did it in lockdown, but to still make something so gripping and for the story to just hold hold us in there. And it wasn't just like, you know, visually like things were going on that made you just think, I can't move. It was the way it was edited. It was the way the story was told, the characters and the way it was all put together. But um, And we're not at the cinema, we're at home, which means we can multitask. We could do a hundred other things, but I didn't. I was just hooked i mean it sounds it sounds super pretentious but like the the first the first week of the shoot was almost like us doing a pencil sketch and then we went back in and we kind of like made made certain moments more defined we went in and did some of the scares again we went in and got different readings of some of the lines um but it was really nice to be able to shoot so fast and get have the film have a sense of the shape of the film after week one and then be able to go back in and say well this could be better this could be scarier and um and you know, and I'd I'd love to take I'd love to take credit for that, but I think um, I think a lot of what you're talking about is down to to Brenna Rangert, our, our editor, who really made this movie. You know, we we shot the movie, but Brenna I think made the movie that everyone's watching. She found these moments and she found a way to make quite a kind of improvised 
uh, approach feel designed and feel uh, just just feel just feel tight and purposeful. You know, a lot of times when you're doing a movie with a lot of improvisation, it can feel a bit baggy and it can feel a bit meandering. And I think it's totally down to her that she was able to keep all these threads going and make the movie feel so satisfying. Also, Rob, like, you know, most of your cast, a lot of the people you work in behind the camera, you know, you worked with a lot of women, um, which is really rare in the film industry, you know. We all know this. Um, there's always, like, these conversations at the moment, the lack of equality. Um, what was it like to be around so many, like, badass women? Um, great. Just just a bunch of mates on a, on a call. It, we did, I didn't even really didn't even really occur to me but it was um but it's it's obviously just uh it's um it was just great being able to work with with these guys again you know we 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 made this movie i mean me, me and Gemma hadn't hadn't worked together before but it was i've really been wanting to work with Gemma and uh Hayley and caroline we, we'd done this movie dawn of the deaf a few years ago which is just one of the best experiences i've had making a movie and i've been dying to work with these guys again so the fact that the fact that that was able to come out of this this crazy situation was um, is the best thing. And also, I just think that Shudder, like the platform that um, is housed the film host, I just feel like they should give you guys like some sort of commission because you've sent so much traffic over there because there's so many people that aren't necessarily horror genre fans, including me, like that were just gripped by the story. It was so relatable. And I think you did something really, really special there. And please don't kill me, but horror is not in my top three genres. What are your top three? Well, I don't know, like, okay, for me, like, I would say thriller. Thrillers, thrillers, absolutely. Thrillers are kind of, that's kind of horror. Kind of, but no, because I think horrors sometimes, like, real hardcore horrors are just stabbing and slicing and cutting. And yeah, that's just like, like, really gruesome. Whereas I like something like yours, for example, (laughs) which has more of a kind of sort of suspense to it where you think oh my god this shit could actually happen to me like and it really freaks you out and i also love a romantic comedy why. good i'm glad everyone's with me so guys cinemas um they're open again now and people are slowly going back your film how exciting is going to be showing at the bfi cinema and various cinemas all across the country i mean how are you guys feeling are you going to go because it's like such a weird time Haley, let's go with you first I mean, I'm, I'm obviously very excited to see the film on the big screen. So I feel like that overpowers meeting. Like, I'll go probably in a mask or, like, you know, try and stay safe. But I feel like my my parents are back in the U.S., so I feel less like I have to worry as much. And we probably won't see my partner's parents too close after that. But, uh, you know, I'm sure the cinemas are going to do everything they need to to make sure everybody is safe that's going. And, Caroline, you guys probably never expected that you'd go to cinema. And it is. So it's super exciting. Can you remember when you heard that you're going to be at the BFI? How did that feel? I mean, it's just so exciting. Um, really looking forward to. I think the first one's the BFI. Yeah. Um, really yeah. looking forward to that. It'll be really fun. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm wary about going because I, I live with my dad, um, and my mum. So as in the film, like everyone sees my dad, but he, he's, he's shielding still. So it's very much not really sure what the lay of the land is. And I spoke to them about it and my dad was like, you have to go. And he was like, I would want to go. And then my mum was like, you're not going, Pat. (laughs) (laughs) Mum and dad aren't allowed to go. But um, yeah, like they've said, because they're so excited about everything that's happening with the film and everything. And they were like, you really need to, because it's not like a, because everything's over Zoom and and we recorded it, we filmed it over Zoom. And then all all of sort of like the interviews and everything since post, sort of the film mm. being released that it's all over zoom so it's 
it's this weird kind of surreal it is happening but it kind of feels yeah odd because mm. it's not in real life whereas actually going to the BFI for the first time to see it and that's a tangible thing that is definitely happening and I think yeah it, it, it's something that we're all really excited about yeah. apparently I, I heard from the BFI yesterday apparently it's a big seller already yeah, yeah, it's really exciting. Yeah. I heard the same thing, guys. Good luck. I hope it goes really, really well. Thank you so much for hanging out on the podcast, um, and I'm just wishing you guys more success with the film. There's something. You know, we've connected with something. We gotta keep going. We gotta talk to it. This is not good. I told you not to disrespect the spirits. There could be something demonic. Really, this is all you want. It's the Flip Your Wig podcast. We love supporting creators working in film and music that are doing incredible things. The film is called Host. It will blow your mind and you're never, ever going to use Zoom again without being a little bit freaked out because of this film. Thank you to Rob. Thank you to Caroline. Thank you to Gemma. And thank you also to Hayley. For more on the film, check out the show notes. Also catch up on all of the podcasts you've missed. We've had some incredible guests on the show. Episode 11, guys, come on. Next week, I've got an awesome musician joining me who's written music for the likes of Katy Perry, Dua Lipa, Jess Glynn, um, just to name a few. She's brilliant and I cannot wait to have her on the show. Guys, have an incredible week and make sure you subscribe and looking forward to talking to you some more soon. Take care. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.